Welcome to Cockpits and Cocktails, the lively aviation podcast where we talk about all things aviation and aerospace. So please grab a cocktail and let's chill out and talk about some aviation. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Cockpits and Cocktails. We have a very special guest. Now, usually we have uh, women on our program, but we have a very special guest today, Joe. And you know him as Bananas on social media. We all know he owns a Cub, right? I do. A 1941 65 horsepower J3 Cub. That's, you had to add it. the 65 horsepower? Yeah, I want everybody to know that it's it's severely underpowered. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's a beautiful little baby. So Thank you. Joe, tell us about how you got started in aviation, and we want to hear about a little bit about your career and how your family life integrates into your aviation life. Yeah, so I think um, like most people in aviation, I, I got into it when I was a, a young kid, probably 12 or 13. I'd always look up at airplanes and uh, drive to my grandmother's in, in Jersey City, and she lived close by Newark Airport, so Every time I took a drive with my father, I'd see the airplanes and just stare at the window. So I, I kind of took to it um, from that point. And I had asked my father to take me to the local airport uh, when I was 15 or 16, just to see if we can check out the small airplanes. And we went there and I ended up meeting the owner of a flight school, as well as the owner of a aerial advertisement company. So I would set up the banners in the field. And for every two or three hours that I'd work, I'd get you know, half hour, an hour towards a credit towards flight training. Um, so I soloed, I think around my 16th birthday, uh, flight instructed until I was 23, 24, something like that. And then I got my first uh, commuter job flying a Saab twin turboprop uh, for US Airways Express. I did that for about a year. And then I got hired with Continental Express uh, flying an ERJ, which is a 50 passenger uh, regional jet. And then I left there in 2013 to go fly the Airbus for everybody's favorite yellow airline uh, spirit. Love it. And tell us about how, so we get to often see, well, not often actually, um, kind of rarely, but we do get to see you taking one of your daughters up in aviation. How is your family life in aviation life? Oh my God. Yeah. So it's, um, it's funny because I, I've no one in my family uh, was ever really into airplanes or aviation. Um, so I'm not quite sure how to go about it with my kids. I want to introduce them to flying and take them flying with me, but I don't want to push them to either fly or not fly. I just kind of want to introduce it to them, have them come with me. And if they want to pursue it, um, great. If not, that's, that's also fine. As long as they don't mind dad talking about airplanes or coming with me um that's that's fine by me so far i have my my 10 year old flies with me uh, my seven-year-old flies with me my twins are just a little too young um i think when they turn maybe four four and a half i'll i'll try to take them with me your wife loves flying though with you right yeah she does um she comes flying with me but between not having a babysitter uh, and God forbid the wing snapping off the, the cub uh, and leaving four kids without parents. We actually don't fly together Love too it. often. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have that same rule too. My husband and I don't fly together. Okay. Um, you guys are the presidents. But- All right. Got it. <laughs> but we'll yeah, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, my husband doesn't fly with me either. So I get it. Yeah. And it's funny. I, um, 
when I fly with my kids, I get very anxious and uh, it's, it's very strange. I fly by myself. I'm, you know, super confident, having tons of fun. But when I fly with my kids, it's I, I seem to still stress out a little bit about it. Um, so that's probably why they don't fly with me as much as much as I fly. You would think they would fly with me more, but they but they don't. So. Well, I have a little hint uh, or tip for flying with daughters. I have six. I, oh, wow. I bribe them. I say, I'll take you shopping. <laughs> and then it's not about the flying part. But after the trip, they always, you know, say how much fun they have. And I say, oh, you loved how the shopping? And they go, no, I loved flying with you. So that that gets them flying. But they really, you know, in the background, they realize, oh, this is this is amazing thing to do. Yeah, that was yeah, but it's too, just so you know, find well, me to any any designer, <laughs> I will be fine, and I will say, oh my god, I love it, I love it, Joe. Yeah, it's funny. I actually I bribe my kids with Five Guys um, instead of buying them things, and that actually works out pretty well. So I'll probably keep doing that. I didn't say I bought them anything. I said guys for five guys. So I'm down with that. This is usually a uh, female oriented uh, podcast, but we want to, we wanted to really bring you in because you are such an inspiration and you encourage all everyone to become pilots. So I want to get more into depth about that. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. I'm flattered. Now, do you guys know each other? I mean, you hang out with the, cause you're, all, you're both on the yeah, East coast. We live near each other. So, I'm so yeah, yeah. We're probably, I don't know. I, in my airplane, it'd probably take me an hour and a half and her airplane would probably take her 15 minutes to get to my airport. <laughs> I've been there when he's not there, but yeah, that's right. That's right. Like 20 minutes. So, you know, with the daughters and, um, girls growing up in the aviation family, what, what kind of advice or, yeah, what kind of advice do you have for young girls? Maybe that, uh, want to get into aviation, but maybe they don't have a dad in, in as a pilot. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough. I think, um, I think it's nice for the upcoming generation because of social media and you could see. Um, all the female pilots like yourself, as well as all the female pilots that are on Instagram and TikTok that fly professionally as well. I think that's important because growing up, um, I think I was under the impression and I think a lot of people were that it was just a predominantly male um, industry and it still is predominantly male, but it's, it's getting a lot better. Um, I flew a trip yesterday with a female uh, first officer who I've flown with before um, and on the the airplane behind us actually was my friend. Um, she's a captain for Spirit, so it's there's definitely more and more pilot uh, female pilots. Um, but you know, it's it's tough because me coming up through flight instructing and the regionals, um, I know how kind of pig-headed uh, males can be, and I know people. Oh, it's locker room talk for this or that. But I, it, you know, now that I have four daughters, for them to have to kind of go through that, I, I think kind of sucks. But again, I, I think it's getting a lot better. So I think that's good. And I think that all the, the positive influencers that you see out there on social media um, set a really good example. So I, I think it is really nice for, for you guys to keep doing that um, so that girls could see, hey, you know, if they're a pilot or they're flying, if they're towing banners or they're flying, flying a corporate jet or they're flying an Airbus, if they can do that, you know, I can do that. So so I think it's cool. It's really cool. And I love that you have four daughters. You're stuck with no sons. So you have to be. Yeah. Of us. I know. I know. 
<laughs> Payback. I'm going to have to move over to back to the East Coast. <laughs> I'm telling you, East Coast living, Jersey Shore. So I'm not sure <laughs> this is going to air before or after Oshkosh, but let's just talk a little bit about that. Are you going to be there? I am. <laughs> I am unfortunately not going to be there. Um, I've never been there. I Every year I plan on going and I end up not being able to go. I will get there eventually. I'm, I'm really hoping next year. I'm 99.9% sure that when I do get there, I will not be flying my airplane because it's going to take <laughs> me too long. You want to ride in a Yeah, I'll probably just jump. Se- I'll probably just jump seat out there. Um, or we could fly your series and we could just pull the parachute over the field and oh. uh, make. You know what? <laughs> I, I, I I muted myself on my. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, let's talk about you are known for your cub. How did you get your cub? And now um, I want to give you kudos. That reel with the vortex that was just amazing. I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was that was that came out pretty good. Um, that was cool. That was so cool. um I actually I wanted to it was known because he bought the cub without his wife knowing. That's actually yeah, that's oh, that is let's true. Let's, let's talk it. about this. Yes, ready, yeah. and I'm gonna mute myself, and you go. <laughs> yeah, they um, they say it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Uh, so my wife, who's been, I mean, I, she's been with me since I think I had my just got my instrument rating. So she's kind of been with me through the whole thing. So she knows how important flying is to me and airplanes. And I kind of dropped hints that I wanted an airplane and she kind of laughed it off and said, you know, when I have a family and kids, you're not getting an airplane or it's, you know, it's not the right time for an airplane, but in reality, when is it a good time to buy an airplane? So I was looking on barnstormers.com, which is just has like old, you know, tailwheel airplanes. They have all airplanes, but that's kind of where everyone goes to, to look. It's like a trader plane, but for old tail draggers. And I set myself up for an alert. Every time somebody listed the cub, I would get an email. So I just checked that for, I don't know, probably a year or two. And then I upgraded the captain. I was making a little bit more money and I really wanted to buy an airplane, obviously. So I looked more seriously and then one popped up and I mean, everything about it, was was cut was perfect that you know wood prop 65 horsepower as close to original as possible uh affordable which most cubs are uh so i called the guy and i was going back and forth and he was a really really nice guy and you know he was really patient because i would call him and text him and all these things and he said look i know you're interested but if you can't get down here to look at the airplane in the next week or so i have another guy coming he's you know cash deposit he's gonna buy the airplane um so on and so forth so I didn't think I was going to be able to make it down to Atlanta. And then crew scheduling called me and they're like, Hey, captain, we have a, a an open trip that pays 200%. It'd be great if you could help us out. Uh, tomorrow is one leg to Atlanta. And then uh, whatever day two, three and four was, but he lived in Atlanta. He was a Southwest mechanic. Um, so it was like 20 minutes after I hung up with him is when crew scheduling called. So it, it worked out perfect. I went down there. Um, spent the whole day with him going to the law books. We went flying. And then I sent my wife uh, a selfie with me in the airplane was kind of how I told her I bought an airplane. That's um, a classic husband move. Yeah. And she, I'm not going to lie. I did the same thing. So classic. Yeah. I mean, my she was okay with it um, because she knew how important it was to me. But again, it, it was a cub. If I sent her a selfie with a million dollar SR twenty two. Probably let there. me come back. Yeah, she wouldn't let me. Yeah. You're so. 
<laughs> no, you know. Oh, you know what? She would have accepted it if you put the tail numbers in pink. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Right? I, I wouldn't mind that just appearing in the driveway or wherever a selfie. Here, this is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, I know. Hey, hey, I love you so much. Here's a new SR20. <laughs> it accidentally fell in my lap. So you don't have to give away any secrets or anything, but you know, I love your reels and everyone that watches. What advice, if you don't want to give away any secrets, because it looks honestly, it looks like you have a camera crew following you, following you everywhere, <laughs> every time you fly. I, uh, thank awesome. you. Thank you. Um, he really has yeah, no, I, I, recording. <laughs> I love giving out all my secrets. Um, the the biggest thing, and it could be ten thousand dollar camera or like an iPhone three. The biggest thing is a lot of people. And obviously, your schedule is your schedule. But I have a ton of free time, so I can get up, you know, at the the golden hour when the sun rises, and go out and and film. And that's really makes all the difference in the world because the lighting is just super soft and it's just perfect. So that's. That's number one. Um, and the other thing with going out super early is that, you know, I go to these private small grass trips so I can, you know, shut the airplane off, set up a camera that's kind of out of the way and, and do my thing. If I went out at one o'clock in the afternoon at, you know, the local air, my home airport where there was a flight school there and tried to set up a camera, I think the cops or the FAA would be there probably within, within minutes. So um, that's really the biggest thing is just kind of go somewhere where no one else is around do it early in the morning or late afternoon and kind of just think about what, what kind of picture you want and how you can make it happen. Cause like the one with the wingtip vortices, that was something that in my mind, I remember I was flying way back and I'm like, Oh, this would be cool if I could get a shot like this. And it kind of just worked out perfect um, in that regard. So it's it really, it really was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Thanks, yeah. It's, it's, it's all in the lighting though. It's all early morning light is uh is what makes yeah, all why my, do you wake my, up that early like good. that for us just for instagram yeah, you know no i mean if why not if if you could wake up you know before the craziness of the day and go out and fly for for three hours i mean how could you not want to do that it's a little different in a cub because it's a cub is like a go-kart um you're going slow you're not going far gas is expensive but the cub doesn't burn much so right. it the makes Sears, sense it makes gallon. so what are you trying to say yeah and i mean in the series you can't go hop around airport to airport it's just it doesn't seem like it's very fun uh in the cub it's it's a ton of fun yeah i feel like i need to do that yeah i mean you should i mean it's, you know it's tough in the winter because it, it gets dark out as soon as the sun comes up you know the kids got to go to school and then when the kids get done with school it's already dark out but in the summer the sun comes up at 5 30 and my house kind of wakes up at like seven and then my wife can kind of run the show until like nine so i have you know, four hours to myself that I could just go out and fly the cub. It's, uh, I mean, it it's all awesome. Me that you owe her like a huge rock on her hand. Oh, she, yeah. She's, uh, she's amazing. She absolutely is amazing. Her. And she, she is the yeah, best she's the pilot wife I've ever met. She really she is. She really is. She 100% hands down the, the best mother, the best wife, super supportive. Um, She's, she's my biggest fan. So she's, she's awesome. And I want to say that is super important to have someone that your partner is supportive is especially in the aviation industry. Um, I know I couldn't have done as much as I have without the support of my husband. Hashtag same. It's tough. I mean, especially 
you know, I, I'm out on the road. I, I try not to fly too much for work, but when I do, you know, like most airline pilots, you're gone for three, four days at a time. And if you're commuting, you can be gone five, six days and for the your, your spouse to hold down the fort while you're away. I mean, that's, that's really tough. And I think it's probably a lot tougher for the, for the female pilots out there with families because it's just a, a much different dynamic. So I, I give a ton of credit to them. I definitely think it's hard to be a parent and away from home. So I have to give you props on the four kids and being away yeah. from home because you yeah. know, I have one daughter and I couldn't imagine not having somebody with me every second to help me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how my... My, my wife does it. I really don't, but she does. So kind of um, a fun little question here. I've seen some of your posts. I know you have some beer after what, but this is cockpits and cocktails. What is your favorite cocktail? Uh, um, I'm actually having a, a bit of a bit of a right now. Um, I'm just a whiskey. Oh, we a love you. Guy. You're already on it. You already have an immediate yeah. answer. Yeah. It's, it's bourbon or scotch. Um, is pretty much my thing unless I'm at the hangar at a barbecue then it's Coors Light yeah my man I'm Coors Light also I'm a vodka yeah it's it's all right yeah I don't I'm not really into vodka um well I have been in your hangar I broke into it as you know (laughs) I broke into your hangar and I'm pretty sure I was missing there I'm pretty sure you had vodka in there so did I what kind somebody somebody must have left because yeah yeah I mean, maybe I got to make sure that that people that come to the hangar have something that they can enjoy too, not just me. It's already cocktail hour, <laughs> uh, Joe. So great times flying in Northeast, right? <laughs> I love where we live. I love living here too. Did you go to where'd you go for Fourth um, of July? Uh, Ocean City. Oh, and then you saw me. Actually, I didn't go on the Fourth of July. I went for the week after. I was actually home for that for the for the fourth, but the week after we went. So. That's technically, I guess so I was I, home for the 4th of July. I used to go to Ocean City when I lived on the East Coast. Oh, my God. Oh, really? So that, yeah. You, yes. That means you know what to, it is to people the, I am very familiar with the East Coast. Okay, so people watching, you know what that means. You sit yeah. on the shore and you watch people. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's everywhere. <laughs> that's, part, that's the best part about being an airline pilot is people watching in the terminals. It's okay. what we do. When I come to yeah. New York City, I want to fly with both of you. It can be in the uh, same plane. We can go to the Hudson. We can do the Hudson, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, and I get in the car. It's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, of, can't go on my airplane. I kind of promised uh, the Hudson with someone else already, but I definitely want to come over and meet you guys. And I feel like that was a burn, Joe. <laughs> burn all, right. I, all right. Well, Joe and I right. will fly behind you. Ooh, I've always you. wanted an aerial shot. Whoever you promise. No, we will not. We will not take photos of you. I guarantee it. Because Joe and I will be like, oh, that bitch. <laughs> no, no. You know what we'll do? We'll, we'll, go, we'll go hop around grass airports in the Cub because I don't, I don't know if there's much of that out on the West well, Coast. We're not hopping around grass airports in the Cirrus. So I'm I going to to Texas to, when I got my uh, Cub flying. I had to do it in Texas. Oh, okay. How about you? The Cirrus is approved for grass, isn't it? It technically is. You'll find out next week or next month when I'm either landing or not landing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually... That's actually uh, the perfect airport. It's it's long, it's flat, and it's it's easy. So it, it should be no problem. Yeah. 
I, I actually plan on flying over it, so I'm gonna look at it. Look at it, but uh, my plane's in for its hundred hour this whole okay. week. I'll either be um driving to Sunbury or I'll be flying to Sunbury. So we'll see. Worst well, case, there's a there's a paved airport not more than five miles away. You could just land there and then. Well, you know, Joe, more, better than I do. Do you have any other questions? Mm, yeah, we could share with the world because we want them to know him. I do. Joe, are yeah. you? Why did you not buy a Cirrus? If, if I was gonna get a, if I was gonna get a family airplane, it, it'd probably be a Cherokee Six. So, Ooh. I have a family of six, so I, the choices are pretty limited. It's either that or like a Cessna Caravan. So they are um, pretty bonanza. I agree, they are limited. Ah, uh, yeah, especially to I the guess the banana that you can land at. Because what then the um, be, then you could be bananas bonanza. Yeah, bana- yeah. He would that, never that, um, bananas that, bonanza. Yeah, I, you know, airplanes like that, oh, they just don't seem very fun to me. Unless I needed them to go somewhere. I just try to stay away from the sophisticated, shiny glass and, and small airplanes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely for just getting somewhere. Unfortunately, <laughs> we are running out of time. So. Dang it. I know. I have loved having you on today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy, busy schedule. Thank you for having me. Yes. And share with everyone how they can uh, follow you. Where? Uh, on Instagram, bananas with uh, nine S's, I think. Um, Facebook, uh, it's just my, my name. And then I have TikTok, which I'm actually not really a big fan of, but I do I have it. Like I don't feel like you're on TikTok. Are you really? I, I don't feel like you're on TikTok either. I, I, don't, I don't feel I like am. you're on TikTok. Because yeah. I, I follow you. Yeah, I think it's like the, the flying banana or flying bananas. But yes. yeah, thank you so, so much for being on uh, Cockpits and Cocktails. Please subscribe. And you can also follow Cockpits and Cocktails on Instagram. We love you, Joe. Thanks for love being you, here. Thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it.